How's everybody doing? Are we doing all right? Um, just thank you so much for having us here and Phil, uh, everything that, that's been said this week just in the schools. Um, we've had an amazing experience. On Monday, I literally was in tears uh, watching young people ask us questions about bullying, about self-harm, about self-esteem. And to be able to speak the life-changing... I'm going to cry. Again. To speak the life-changing message of Jesus to young people. And you've walked in the room to church. You are so welcome to be here if you come from schools. Like, trust me, this... When we said in the lesson that this is family, you, you are part of family. You've you got big brothers and sisters that are going to look out for you. They're going to be here for you for that journey. If you responded to put Jesus in the driving seat on, of your life on Friday, biggest and best decision of your life, trust me. Um, welcome to everybody online. If you're in Leicester, um, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Linz. I'm in a band called LZ7. And um, I just noticed there's a lad sat behind me with an Arsenal shirt on. So I'm just going to reference you for starters because that is the best team on the planet, top of the league. Just going to say that straight away. Um, and thank you to, to da Pastor Dave and Karen for, for hosting us. Um, I do, I run a charity called Light. <clears throat> I also front a band called LZ7. I look a little bit like Chef Ramsay's little brother. Um, young people often I wonder, are you Chef Ramsay's little brother? And I kind of play on it as if I'm rapping at him like I'm Chef Ramsay. And I should actually come up with some kind of recipe, shouldn't I? Some sort of cookbook. I love burgers. I love steaks. I love uh, Turkish dinner that we had last night with Phil, which is, a, which is incredible. But our uh, touchstone verse for what we do is Isaiah 40 verse 9. And it reads like this. It says, um, you, you who bring the good news of Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. So on Friday night, we had this, this place like literally looked like a club. Like there was a, a crowd barrier down the front here to basically stop people falling in the baptismal pit if they jumped too hard. That's basically what it was there for. We cordoned it off and turned it into a, a, a kind of place that didn't really look like church. It looked more like a kind of bit of a rave, really. And that's the whole point, is to kind of snap the stereotype and break the barrier. And where, where parents have, have, have told their kids that, no, 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 you can't go to church because of this, this, and this. We go, no, 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 actually, with a double-edged double sword right at the end, piercing through the darkness and saying, no, 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 check this out. There's a God that loves you for being you. He designed you the way that you are, on purpose, for a reason. Never give up on life. Choose life. Choose Jesus. And... Am I, am I good to show you like a little video, a little update of, of what we did? Um, it's when you get to the response bit in just a second. Oh, my head's really big, isn't it? Um, when you get to the response bit in just a second, there was a, there was a group of kids down here that were just chatting. So they're kind of talking, but watch what happens when the lights go up. Let's have a watch. And the war's coming out of your skin. Take a breath, come on, give it a rest. Yeah, this is where
this. Either put your hand up or your torch. Let's try this. One, two, three. Pop them up in a minute. Parents, you're welcome to join us as well. That's amazing. I can see some lights up there. That's incredible. So I'm simply going to pray. There's nothing weird. It's just like having a little conversation with God. You say it with me line by line and we'll do it together. Is that cool? Let's go. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I'm sorry for the wrong things that I've done. I realise that I make mistakes. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that Jesus died so I can have life and life to the full. I say yes to you right now. Thank you for heaven. It's going to be amazing. Amen. Give yourselves a massive round of applause, Peter. So it, it was literally where you guys and girls and ladies and gentlemen sat. These young people are responding to Jesus. Would never walk into a church, would never come to a show, they, uh, never come to a, a particular church service. But we go into schools and we have this amazing open door, this amazing opportunity to fit into their key stages. So key stage three and four, we can talk about mental health, we can talk about self-harm, we can talk about suicide, we can talk about all the stuff, prejudice, knife crime. And then we bring in the life-changing message of Jesus. And immediately you see a key turn in the lesson. And, and, and honestly, it does make me crack. It makes me cry when a kid pipes up and says, yo, and pulls their sleeve up and says, look, this is where I've been cutting myself. This is where I've been hurting. And I can say, do you know what? Jesus went to the cross. And just before he did, he took 39 slashes across his back. So you don't have to cut. He took a death. So you don't have to give up on life. He rose again and he beat that. And he said these three words, it is finished. It's done. Your past is done. Your future's yet to come. It's done. And you see the lights of their eyes and these kids literally go, gong, I've never heard that before in my life. Like, where, where, why have I not heard this? In fact, I had a couple of parents and I know Jake had a couple of conversations with, Jake's in the audience for everyone online, um, uh, a couple of conversations and I had a couple of parents come up and say, if I'd heard Jesus like that, I'd have been a common Christian when I was 15. And I'm like, come on, Lord. Let's build parent areas so we can get 150 parents in that would never walk into a church. But they'll come in here because they're chopper parents. I'm not letting my kid go to a gig without me. Invite them. Let's you harness that energy. Invite them to the show. Let's get them down. And you saw the lights go up in the back there and parents are responding to the gospel. And I'm just, I'm so honoured and privileged to be here. And thank you so much for partnering with us and getting us out there into your schools. And we'd love to come back. In fact, I'm coming back Friday to come and do the same thing. Um, uh, uh, the youth event with, with these guys here in, in uh, Peterborough. One of the, um, one of the things I, I was thinking about this week about how to kind of like share with you guys, and I know you, you'll know some of the verses that I'm gonna, I'm gonna use, and um, it's, not a, it's not a kind of secret, but there's a verse in the Bible, Matthew 5, 14, and it says this, you are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. No one takes, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. They may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I, I kind of think of that, that's like our strap line for our, our organisation, Light. And our strap line is to take the life-changing message of Jesus to young people through music, to serve church and build kingdom. Now, 
that bowl that we're talking about, when you know what the light is, so for example, some of the young people, you put your light up on Friday night, that is you putting Jesus in the driving seat. That's saying you are the light of the world, right? But what happens sometimes, and this is just for us kind of churchies that have been around for a little bit, is that we can end up doing this, is that we shine our light and then we go, oh, do you know what, do you know what, let's just put the bowl on again because it's nice and safe. And it's nice and warm. And we're in our Kingsgate congregation or we're in our church congregation. And, and, and every now and then, like, Illuminate comes along and wicked. Let's go and get someone. Come here, my bro, with the nice trainers. Come here for a second. With the Adidas top. Come here. Come here. Join me. Join me. Join me. Join me. Give me a big round of applause. Come here. Quick, 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 quick. And then we, we duck down and then we go shoom, back under the bowl. We're back under the bowl together, right? We're in our nice little safe environment in Kingsgate. And then suddenly something else happens and boom, go and grab someone. And then Gallia, Gallia comes up on the stage. Grab someone, grab someone, grab a friend, grab a friend. Gallia, come up on stage. You're not allowed on stage. You can come up on stage. Come on, quick, 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 quick. You can't run. Is that what you're saying? That was a bit of a dad run. That was great. I like that. Quick, 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 quick. And then suddenly, look, look, look we're all safe. We're under our bowl. This is good. We're safe. It's our little club. It's our little, like, haven. And then someone else comes on, another evangelist. Open the bowl. Quick, go and get someone. Go and find someone. Uh, young man there. Young man, yes. Yes, well, young man. Yeah, yeah, he'll do. <laughs> Come here. Come on, Dave. And then we're under the bowl again. Uh, but the Bible doesn't say that, does it? The Bible says, take the bowl off your head. Take the bowl off the light and let the light shine so people see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Not this bowl that we go, oh, no, no, we're calling our huddles. Thank you very much, guys. Give yourselves a round of applause. Um, you just broke a sweat running up there, didn't you? <laughs> I did as well. Yeah, there you go. And for, for young people that have walked in today, and you might be thinking, well, I put my light up, and it says, that says you are the light of the world. In the Bible, it also says, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. So for you to really shine, when you make that decision to follow Jesus, and I'm referencing you guys over here, online, when you make that decision to follow Jesus, you are putting the I am in the driving seat of your life. That then becomes the light that shines through you. It's Jesus that shines through you. It's not in your own strength. It's because you are the light of the world is what Jesus is saying, but the I am has got to come and live in here. For you to really shine, for young people to really capture well, the essence of what Jesus does, the, the, his saving grace, his love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, all those gifts of the Spirit, it has to be him that shines through it because we're going to fail. We're going to stick the bowl back on our head and go, oh no, I'm safe here, this is cool, I'm happy, like this is my little environment. But actually, take the bowl off our heads, let our light shine so that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Now, good deeds, let's talk about good deeds. I'm rubbish at good deeds. Anybody else rubbish at good deeds? Like naturally, my, my flesh wants to hit my man at the back. That's you. Thanks for being honest. This guy at the back is like, yeah. Um, good deeds are difficult. They're hard. You see, I was thinking about like Thomas the Tank Engine. You remember Thomas the Tank Engine when you're kids? Yeah, everyone knows Thomas the Tank Engine. On the rails is where Thomas the Tank Engine stays. Now imagine him going, I want to be free. I want to be free to make my own choices and do what I want to do. There's a song that sounds like that, isn't it? I want to be free to do what we want to do. And, and, and you stay on the rails, you're on the rails. And then suddenly Thomas goes, no, I'm free. Bang, falls off the rails. He's on his side. So the, the good deeds, the, the lifestyle, the change in life. And when, when we said that prayer, we said, I turn my back on those wrong things. That is a, like a 180 degree turn. And it's this word called repent. And it means I'm deciding to walk in a different direction. That, that, that direction is on the rails. 
Now, God's not here like killing your joy and smacking you over the head with a big Bible and go, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. He's no, 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 no. To get to the destination, to get squeeze the juice out of life, stay on the rails. Those good deeds will come because you're staying on the rails, not because you're good, but because the I am is good and he's shining through you. That's the difference. So once we harness that energy, once we, once we understand that we're saved, and a lot of young people look at me and they're kind of like, saved? What am I saved from? Like, how, how, how am I saved? When Jesus said those three words, it is finished. You're saved from walking in guilt. Bang, gone. The stuff that you have done wrong in the past, gone. It is finished. The stuff that's been said to you, that's been done to you, that's been ever spoken about you, that's ever been written about you, or stuff that you've heard at school, those three words, it is finished, gone. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, not only did he die as a substitute for your stuff that you do wrong, it's this old school word called sin, but this old school stuff, the stuff that, that challenges us, the stuff that we mess up, the stuff where we fall off the rails like Thomas, he said, I forgive you for that. God says, I forgive you because of what Jesus did on the cross. It is finished. We did a, 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 our first gig in a prison and uh, there's 250 young prisoners in there and they've obviously made some heinous like, decisions in their lives. They've definitely fallen off the rails, as they would say. And within about 20 seconds of the music coming on, and we're in, uh, I, I love Johnny Cash. Anybody else love Johnny Cash? And my dad used to play me Johnny Cash as a kid. And, uh, and, I, and I saw these kids, and they sat like this and this, and they're, they're like bloods and crips, like two different gangs, and they've got different scarves hanging out their thing. And I'm looking at me going, I know what I look like. Like, I'm a stupid party white boy. Like, this is going to go wrong. Within 20 seconds, two kids jumped up, high-fived each other. One starts head spinning at the back and this guy comes running around here and I think he's going to jaw me on the way past and he runs up the wall and does a backflip and I'm like that. And I saw this amazing mechanism of, of music reaching into the darkest places. And this kid came up afterwards and he said, uh, I said, what, what was that all about? And he says, yeah, I've been, I've been trapped here for a long time, man. We're trapped for 23 hours of the day. You turn that music on and you said those words and you spat those lyrics over the top and all of them are just like, regular kind of church lyrics that you and I would hear, but I'm spitting it in a way that, that young people will get. And he said, I felt like someone hit me like a wave. Boo. I just felt free. 23 hours of the day in a pad. And he said, I just felt free. What was that? We then planted the youth alpha in the, in the, in the, um, the chapel and we had almost 210 people try to sign up for the youth alpha and the chapel only held 40. So we got this amazing problem of too many people turning up. But you see, here's the thing. It's not just limited to me. It's not just limited to me being an evangelist. I am an evangelist. That's what I do. That's what I, you know, I, I love shouting about Jesus. I love seeing the Damascus Road experiences where scales fall off young people's eyes and they respond to the gospel. It's not just for me. John 10.10 says this. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and life to the fullest. Let's go back to the bowl scenario. The bowl. We're all in the bowl. And we think, ah, oh, we're, we're getting life to the fullest. Hang on a minute. There's something not right in that economy. Something, something's not clicking here. We're, we're in the bowl and we're having life to the fullest. Are we really? Surely the second half of that verse is, they shall have life to the fullest. We already know it. We got it. It's the they out there. It's the young people, it's the prisoners, it's the young people in your schools, it's the people in your workplace, it's the people that you're talking to that your body language speaks so much more than what you're actually saying vocally. Did you know that? 9% of what you say is actually vocal, 91% of what you say is what you do with your body. 
You walk into, t- into work and you fist pump someone, you shake their hand, you high five, you smile. That is going to communicate more Jesus of the I am shining through you than anything you're ever probably going to say to them. The words are like the icing on the cake. But you see, it's for them that they may have life to the fullest. We are the we. We, we, we understand it. I was thinking about um, a, a story that, um, that I, I shared in lockdown. And um, my son, Jack, is 11. He's an absolute nightmare. Like, I've had a nightmare with him this week. He's just uh, Lynn's West personified. So halfway through the week, right, I don't know whether you've seen this trend on TikTok where people are putting um, magnetic uh, piercings. So these piercings, they're putting magnets on. He decides to put it on his tongue. Uh, he put it on his tongue here as if it was a tongue piercing. He went, oh, it's amazing. He went, and he fully swallowed these magnets. So I get a call in school on Wednesday from my wife just going, we're going to hospital. I was like, why is it? Because Jack swallowed this magnet. And I was like, oh, you're kidding me. If I, that would have been me, Luce, I'm so sorry. I should have told him not to swallow magnets. No, I should have told him not to swallow magnets. Who tells your kid not to swallow magnets? Don't put a blinking magnet in your mouth. But, and it, it gets this x-ray and there's these two magnets sat in his stomach. And they've given him a load of Senecot. You know what happens with Senecot. That's the natural kind of, whoop, see ya. So hopefully it's going to come out. Um, but Jack West is, is an absolute vibe. Like, he's so much fun. He's just, he was going in for his x-ray, and I've got a video of him dancing, getting sturdy like this, before he goes in for the x-ray. Getting sturdy is like a young person's dance. It's where pe- people do, do, yeah, don't matter. Um, so we were, I watched him go into the, to the thing, and I was just thinking about the story in lockdown. We, were, we, we bought a dinghy, and we would go down the Mersey, and the Mersey is not the cleanest river. I live in Manchester. It's not the cleanest river on the planet. There's like shopping trolleys and tires and all kinds of stuff. And we're sat in this boat and Jack has got his sandwiches. And it's like a big 16-foot dinghy. So I'm sat one end, sun's out. We've got our life rafts on. And he says, uh, he says, Dad, can I jump in the water? I said, not a chance. He said, why not? I said, because there's vials disease in there. He says, vials disease, what's that? And I said, it's rat's pee. He's like, what? I said, yeah, vials disease. I said, if it gets in your system, it sends you mad. And he's going, What? I said, if it gets in anything, if it goes in your eyes, in your ears, it sends you crazy. I said, you know, Daddy grew up by the Thames, yeah? And he goes, yeah. And I said, so there's vials disease there. And I said, I got it at 15 years of age. He said, really? And I said, if I, if I go anywhere near vials disease again, apparently the doctor said it will kick in and I'll go mad. Jack's like this. <laughs> he's got his sandwich hanging out of his mouth. And he sat the other side. And, he's, and I said, look, listen, look, watch, watch. We can feel it. Can you feel it? And he went, what, what, what? And I went, bah! And literally, Jack, poof, straight over into the water, which wasn't the, the, the best way to get him into the water. I went bounding after him, grabbed hold of his life reserve and pulled him back into the boat. And I just had this, this feeling of, for anyone that's walked in today, that you might be feeling hopeless. Jesus goes after the one. So if there's one young person that's walked in here from Friday night, You're the one person that he went bounding over the boat to go and get and drag you into the boat to be part of family. You're the one person that he gives an absolute monkeys about for you to be here to understand who Jesus is. But once you understand that and you understand that he is the light of the world that's going to shine through you, that's going to change everything in your life. Some people have walked in here today and, you know, you might be what you would class as stuck in a rut Maybe, maybe life's difficult. Maybe there's tough times. Maybe you're thinking, I, I, I can't let the bowl off my head. I, I, can't, I can't do that kind of thing. That's not my, my vibe. BC, check this. When, when God sent his son to us to walk among us, to die on a cross for us as a substitute for that sin, he rose him again from the dead. He said those three words, it is finished. That his name would be Jesus, Saviour. 
that word hope, hope's got a name. His name's Jesus. Hope in sign language is this. It's, it's that. You grab it from your gut. That's what hope is. It's a fist. The Bible says faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Can't see God. Can't let him walk in the room. Hope is this. Sure that something good's going to happen around a corner. You take hope. You couple that with faith. You've got this Tyson Fury combo that's ready to take on everything in life. Every giant that's coming around the corner. Everything that you're going to face because you couple this hope. Something good is going to happen, but your faith in Jesus. Faith is being sure of what you hope for, hope for and certain of what you do not see. Ba, ba, ba. That's what gets you ready for life. That's what gets you out of the rut. That's what pulls you through the darkness. That's what pulls you out of the darkest moments when you're sat in your room and you're thinking, I just want to give up. Maybe I want to, I'm feeling so much hurt on the inside, I want to express it on the outside, particularly for young people. That's where this hope and faith, you couple it together, you become a game changer. You become a history maker. You become someone that everybody else looks at and says, I wish I was like that person because you've got that I am shining through you. For other people that they might have walked in here, maybe you're stuck in a rut and I feel like a rut is like a grave with the ends kicked out. And we just sang a song and it graves into gardens. And like we were going to sing something else, but I just thought this song is so poignant about how so many people are, are going through life and not really letting the I am shine through. Or maybe there's some, some people in here and you've walked in here and you've never actually made that choice for yourself. I remember when I was 14 years of age, I walked into church with my, my parents and a friend of mine had been in school and uh, he had told me about Jesus. And I stood there with, with uh, a bunch of youth like this and, and he explained it like this. He said, listen, coming to church every Sunday and thinking you're a Christian is like going to McDonald's every Sunday and thinking you're a Big Mac. <laughs> worked, in my, worked in my head. And I thought, oh yeah, I need to make a choice for myself. Maybe there's some people in here and you know just as the band comes up now, do you know that you've been in that place where you're stuck in a rut? And maybe this is your opportunity to actually kick the ends out and say, no, 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 no. I am getting up out of this thing. I'm going to pull myself out. I'm going to let Jesus' light shine through me because I'll tell you what this is. He's inviting you to receive who he is right now. Not the 2,000 years ago Jesus. The Jesus right now. The Jesus who's here in the room that says, by my Holy Spirit, I'm here. I can change your life. I can transform everything. I can heal every scar. I can heal every wound. I can bring you back out of that grave. I can turn it into a garden. I can change, transform your utter being because of who I am, not because of who you are. When Jesus said, I am the light of the world, he said, this is the moment. This is where you understand that it's not about you. With young people in school, I often say this, and maybe this is for some people in here, is the roller coaster of life. You're sat in the front of the roller coaster and the secret about becoming a Christian or, or giving your life back to Jesus or letting him shine through you is that Jesus comes and parachutes next to you and sits through the roller coaster of life with you. But you see, the secret to it all is that you have to let go of the will. You have to let go and let God. We have to let go and to let him take control. We have to let go and let him shine through us. We have to let go and let him give him our problems. We have to let go and give him our debt. We have to let go and give him our bullying comments we have to let go and give him everything that we're struggling with in life because when he shines through us it's not us it's him when we let go he's in control and for some blokes in here that's really difficult I find that really difficult we 
two kids I've got, Jack and Willow, and um, we went through the toughest moment when we found out we couldn't have homegrown children. Do you understand what I'm saying? Just the mechanics weren't working. So we adopted Jack and Willow into our family. And I realized that for everybody's life, when you take your hands off the wheel, it's plan A. There's no plan B. Jack and Willow aren't plan B, they're, they're plan A. My mate here, you're not plan B, you're plan A. Plan A for your life. Plan A for your life. Plan A for your life. You're in here now, not because it was some accident, because something happened. You're in here because it's plan A for you to be here. Jesus died on the cross for each and every single one of us, and we understand that as Christians in the church. But for people here that have never really heard that, his plan A was so that you could be free so that you could walk out of here guilt-free because of what he did, not because of what you do. For everyone else in the room, maybe it's been a tough week, maybe you've had a tough month, maybe coming out of COVID's been difficult, maybe getting back into jobs is hard and you feel like you're stuck in a rut. And maybe you need to turn back to plan A. Maybe plan B is taking you over here and God's, God's looking at you going, yo, you're my girl, you're my boy, what's going on? Maybe this is our turn to give it back to Jesus. Maybe we know that we've been miles off and our relationship has dipped and our relationship has taken a bit of a kick in and, and maybe this is our opportunity to say yes to Jesus again and put him back in the driving seat and then let go of the wheel. So just in, the, in this moment, if, if that's connecting with anyone, if anyone's in a similar position as me where I have to do this every single morning and say yes to Jesus again, just as we sing this refrain, I'd love you just to consider the decision you're going to make, to consider what, what decision you're going to make to put Jesus in the driving seat or maybe let go of the wheel. Maybe this is your opportunity to let go and let God. That, that could be for the first time. Maybe there's some parents in here that came in on, on Friday night and, and you've just come back because you're curious. Maybe that's you. This could be for your second time because you've been on Friday night and you've come back here tonight and this is your second time to respond or maybe this could be your millionth time. Jesus still said it is finished a million times over so that we can walk free. So just as we sing this, graves in the gardens, sing it like something's happening on the inside and we're letting go of the will. And we'll come back and pray. Oh, there's nothing that's better than you. Oh, there's nothing better than you. Lord, there's nothing, nothing It's better than you, Lord. There's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing, nothing is better than you. There's nothing more, Lord. There's nothing better than you, Lord. There's nothing. It's better.
just those lyrics right there, you turn graves into gardens. If this is your moment to come out of the rut, come out of the grave, to really put Jesus in the driving seat and let go of the wheel, that's the first person I'm talking to right now. If that's an opportunity that you want to take today to say yes to Jesus, maybe the first time, maybe the second time, maybe the millionth time, just in this moment, simply I'm going to ask you to do something really brave. When I get to three, just pop your right hand up in the air. You see, number one, Jesus died on the cross so that you can have life. Number two, he died so that you can be free from sin and guilt and everything that's happened in your past because it is finished. And number three, he said, when it comes to an end, we have eternity together. So let's try this. You want to say yes to Jesus first time, second time, whatever time. One, two, three. Pop your right hand up in the air. And let's just pray together this, this prayer. And then we're going to talk about bones into armies. But let's just pray this prayer right now. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I'm sorry for the wrong things that I do. Thank you for those words. It is finished. I realize I make mistakes. I come to you right now. Come and live in my heart. I let go of the wheel. I let you take over. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a, a second thing I just wanted to pray about just as we come to a close. And if you're online and you prayed that prayer with us, either say yes in the chat or put up a prayer emoji. That would be incredible. And then we can connect with you. But the second line of that song, it says, bones into armies. And you might be stood here thinking, I'm guilty of being under that bowl. I'm guilty of always choosing safe. And maybe these bones need to turn into an army that's going to reach my friends and reach my community and transform my people that I connect with every single day. Maybe you need to feel inspired and you need the Holy Spirit to give you that uh, to go and do it. The right words at the right time to the right people. And if that's you right here, then I'm just going to pray over you guys just as a kind of evangelist that, that loves doing this stuff, but just that you would harness that Holy Spirit power to go and connect with your people in your town in Peterborough. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you're for us. Lord, turn bones into armies that transforms this city. Lord Jesus, we pray for, for more young people to come to know you, more people in offices, more people in the workplace, more people to see the light of Jesus shining through us. Lord, we're sorry where we're guilty of being in our comfort, comfort zone. We take the bowl off our heads right now and let our light shine before men. Give us those opportunities. Give us those words. Give us those scenarios where we can speak life, where there's death, where we can speak life, where there's guilt. We can speak life where there's condemnation, where people are, are down and they're in a grave and they're in a rut, Lord, that we can pull them out because of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that our I Am comes and shines through us right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's sing again that song, bones into armies, graves into gardens.